This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. This is the catch-up, and of course, we do the catch-up every other fortnight. Uh, it's a bit of a short-form podcast, and basically, it's a, it serves a couple of purposes. Number one, it gives you, uh, gives me, I should say, gives you an opportunity to listen to me more. It gives me an opportunity to tell you what I'm, uh, what's been going on with us for the last couple of weeks. Also, gives me a bit of an opportunity to, to revise the, the social media content that we've put, uh, and and the different posts we've shared on social media. And of course, if you do. Uh, happen to be on Facebook or Instagram or even LinkedIn, by all means go and like us on all of those uh, platforms, whatever your prefer- preferred one is. We um, we initially started just on Facebook. We do post some stuff on Instagram, and we pretty much post the same things across the two platforms. So, uh, And we've got a little bit of a presence on LinkedIn as well. So if you get a chance, jump on, like and share those. We get a lot more listens to the podcast than we do sort of interactions with the Facebook page. Um, obviously getting some new likes via the Facebook page on the Facebook page, which um, I guess is probably due to the podcast, but really fantastic to see people getting on board and and um, and liking these pages, but also we'd love to have a lot more people on them. So like, share, post, review, comment on what we do, um, and we, we really love having that interaction with the people that we uh, that follow us. Um, now, of course, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had the great Johnny Lobos on, or last week I should say, we had the great Johnny Lobos on, uh, got some really positive feedback from that. Um, one of the, the hardest, one of the hardest markers that I have in terms of our, our podcast content is in fact my wife. Um, usually it revolves around me talking too much, except for these ones, because the whole point is me talking too much. Um, but she actually really loved that podcast. And, and again, we've had some really positive feedback from people. So thank you to everyone that kind of got in touch with us and let us know what you thought. Of Johnny, um, I had listened to it myself again during the week, and it's very, very cool. And it was, I really enjoyed doing that one, and I really enjoyed listening back to it. Um, we've actually also on a across our social media platforms. Um, so we used to run a thing, or well, we still do, but we we're running a thing called the Forty Two Day Wellness Kickstart. And the idea behind the Wellness Kickstart is to get people to start doing some of those things that we know support good mental health, which is. You know things like uh, uh, looking at you know, exercising, diet, um, you know, drinking water. But also one of the things that we do is, is showing gratitude. We we have a thing that we call the, th- the three gratitudes, or we colloquially it's known as um, the gratefuls. And um, we ask people to do their gratefuls. And basically the idea um, it, it's something that comes from um, Hugh Van Kylenberg in the uh, Resilience Project. And uh, the idea is is that you actually uh, every day. You sit down and you reflect on three things that you are grateful for that day. Now, not necessarily just the big ticket items because that's really easy and actually gets really boring after a while and you stop doing it because it's too easy. You know, my house, my job, my car, my wife, my kids, you know, whatever. 
what we look for is the three things that have gone well that day, three good things that have happened to you, um, three amazing things. So, for example, for today, my three were um, being able to go and get a massage. Um, we've had massage places closed for a while. Massage is a big part of, and I know that everyone's going to joke about, you know, happy endings. It's not like that. It's a big part of my self-care routine. It was something that I discovered very early and, and um, when I was very first diagnosed with depression, um, it was something that immediately helped me and had a, a physical effect on me and it's almost there's almost an element of mindfulness and meditation and things like that in there. But massage for me is a big part of my self-care routine. Um, so being able to go and get a massage today was fantastic. Um, seeing mum for the first time in probably well over well over five or six weeks um, and in, and actually just having a day off from work today um, and being able to kind of do some of those things that we normally do. Um, you know, I just went and bought myself a little roll for lunch and, and was able to get out in the sunshine. I haven't really been out of the house for an extended period of time for well over a month and a half. So it was really nice to just kind of be away from the four walls that we, we exist in um, today, which was really kind of cool. So um, slowly we're starting, I guess, to get back to normal, which is kind of cool. But but the gratitudes are about, the gratitudes don't have to be those big things. It can literally be, you know, I had a hot dog for dinner and I really love hot dogs. Or um, somebody told me that my shirt looked nice today. Or, um, you know, I got in my car and it started <laughs> and it usually doesn't. Or, or whatever, I don't know what it is. But three things that went well for you that day, three things that happened in your day that were good. And I'd suggested this to someone a little while back about doing these, and um, I got a really cool message from a cousin of mine uh, during the week saying that um, he had been doing the 42-day uh, challenge, or not not necessarily the challenge as such, but he'd been doing the gratitudes 40, over the 42 days, and uh, he said, you know, thanks, thanks, Cousy, the advice you gave me is priceless. Done my 42 days, three positive thoughts a day. Now I can't get a smile off my face. It pisses everyone off. <laughs> um, he's usually a pretty happy-go-lucky kind of guy anyway, but I know that he deals with some stuff. So really fantastic to see uh, that effect and to get that off people. And, and often sometimes people you don't expect to um, to do these things with you. So that's really cool as well. Um, we've started the Gratitudes now on the Facebook and the Instagram pages. And it's great to see some people interacting with those. I'm really, really positive to see people liking those posts and commenting on those posts. And I'm trying to kind of comment back as much as I possibly can. But the idea behind it, in, in, and as it goes in the Resilience Project, is after 42 days, you should start to see, or after 21, after eight days, you should see a change. After 21 days, you should see increased positive changes. After 42 days, you should start to see and basic, uh, some significant changes in your your health and well being. And we're we're talking about increased sleep patterns. We're talking about increased, you know, a reduction in anxiety and depression symptoms and things like that. Because basically, what you're doing is training your brain to look for the positives and scan the positives. And sitting down at the end of the day and reflecting on your day and saying, well, what what were the good things that happened today? And there's sometimes days when nothing good happens, or you think nothing good happens, but you have to look for that. And I guess the bigger version of that is. At the, and we talked about this in, that, in a New Year's post, is we, we often see people, and if you're on social media, you will have seen this post numerous times, where people are sitting there saying, well, what that was a shit year. Now, to be fair, at the end of this year, we will probably be justified in saying that. Um, but they they write the entire year off as being absolutely rubbish. And I, and I can't believe that you go through 365 days with it every day being shite. 
You know, I just can't believe it. Um, there has to be good things. So ideally what happens at the end of our 365 days every year is if we've done our gratitudes every day, we can actually look back and we will have well over a 1,000, in fact, close to 1,100, 1,200 uh, positives, things that have been good uh, that day. Um, and of course, some of those will be the same, but for the most part, we're going to have 1,200 individual things. And and this is it. We're retraining our brains. We're getting our brains to think differently. We're getting our brains to think about what is good in our environment. And that's one of the things that we've started to do on the, on the Facebook page. We've transplanted that f- over from the uh, from the 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 wellness kickstart and uh, it's a really um, it's a really interesting exercise uh, I stopped doing it at the end of the last wellness kickstart and I noticed the difference so I've started doing it again and um, and, and I've noticed the, the difference in my personality and how I'm feeling so I've spoken at length in the last couple of um, catch-ups about uh, how I've been feeling in terms of um, my own personal mental health, and it's gotten better this week. It's it's been a, a rough week. We've had a couple of um, sort of you know not so fantastic announcements that I won't go into. Nothing major, but um, but uh, I, I feel like I've been able to deal with that better. And most of that has, uh, uh, I guess, been about me getting back in touch with the things that I tell you guys to do, which is you know structuring my day a little bit more, setting some goals, doing my exercise, doing my gratitudes. Uh, challenging my negative thoughts and really trying to understand that this is an opportunity, um, an opportunity to to reevaluate ourselves. And you know, yes, this is a shitty situation to be in, but um, I was genuinely happy to see. <laughs> I was genuinely happy to see my mum today, and it's it's really showing how much I need to appreciate some of those relationships in my life. Um. But also really happy to just go outside and be in some sunshine today and get massages and just not, you know, just feel like I'm normal again, if that makes sense to people. So I guess, yeah, that's one of the things that we, we, we want to see, that, that this is about reframing who you are a little bit. Um, I saw this really interesting quote, and I mentioned this the other day in our in our walk video. I saw this really interesting quote. Of course, we had Anzac Day last Saturday, and a very different Anzac Day, but it was actually, I think, something that I think more people would be willing to participate in because, you know, it's very easy to get up and just walk out into your driveway. We don't have to travel anywhere or go anywhere. Um, we're up at 5.30, we watched the dawn service on TV, and we went outside into our driveway with a couple of our neighbours out in the street, which was nice to see. Um, not as many as other places, but it was still really good to see that there were people out there. And, of course, uh, I saw a really cool picture, a really interesting picture of uh, Anzac Cove, um, completely devoid of people, with nobody in the in the cove. <coughs> Pardon me. And um, and the the a Turkish photographer took a photo of this, and he said, um, and I'm sort of paraphrasing here, but he said it was both a privilege and a sadness to see the cove empty of people. Um, a privilege that we got to see this incredibly historic, meaningful place um, without people in it, without the usual throng of tourists in there, but also. It was a sadness because we all understand the reasons why that's happening. We all understand that it is because nobody's allowed to go anywhere. Um, All overseas travel is suspended and a lot of people are suffering. And, of course, a lot of people are um, uh, experiencing uh, COVID-19 and, of course, a lot of people are losing loved ones due to this uh, this virus. So uh, it it is both a privilege and a sadness to see that, that that, that place in that way. 
And I think that actually transfers and parallels with what this is like. It is a privilege and a sadness to be able to, it's a privilege to be able to spend time with your family and slow down and reconnect and think about what's important. It's terrible what's happening and I know people are suffering and people are struggling and there is some really, you know, terrible things happening to people. Um, But we're not being bombed. We're not being, um, you know, we're not being subjected to torture. Um, You know, we've run out of toilet paper, but that's starting to come back. You know, but there's still meat in in the fridges. There's still fruit and veggie on the shelves. There's still all the things that we normally, you know, have in our lives there. I can still go to, you know, the takeaway shop and buy a hamburger, I can still go to the coffee shop and get a cup of coffee. So it's really um, it's really not that bad. You know, at the end of the day, it could be a hell of a lot worse. And so it's, it's that kind of mindset that is, you know, is this a privilege? Is this a, a burden? And, um, and what can we do to, 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 you know, to take advantage of this situation that we're in? Um, so, yeah, it, it, I guess... One of the messages is this is, you know, we could see this as a sadness and there certainly is elements of sadness to it, but think about the the good, think about the privilege that we have right now and think about the opportunity that we have to to change ourselves and who we are. Now, of course, the other really fantastic piece of um, feedback that we got through the week was I uh, had a, a friend of mine call me. We put a, um, a post up on Instagram a couple of weeks ago about you know, eight signs that you are emotionally exhausted. And um, if you haven't looked at the post, um, it was on Instagram and Facebook, eight signs you're emotionally exhausted. Actually got some really good, um, some good traction, this one. Uh, But have a little bit of a listen to these. And if it sounds like you, uh, there's a pretty good chance your mental health has been affected by this COVID crisis. Um, You're easily irritated or annoyed. And that certainly has was me over the first couple of weeks of this, and it and it little bit still is, but definitely that first couple of weeks, uh, you feel completely unmotivated even to do things you enjoy. Didn't quite get to that point, um, but certainly there were some things that I just couldn't really be bothered doing anymore. Um, you're experiencing anxiety attacks, and that's usually just a very good sign that your mental health's not good anyway. But just unexplained moments of terror, sadness, fear, whatever it looks like for you. I mean, having trouble sleeping, and that has certainly been uh, something for me that I could definitely, definitely relate to. Um, you either take hours to fall asleep. Oh, sorry, uh, you have, sorry, I've read, read that one already. Uh, you have no patience and you find yourself snapping at people. Um, yeah, uh, you know, not even the, you know, the people part of that, you know, I know we talked about being easily irritated or annoyed, but just snapping at people is certainly one that I was doing. You're experiencing indigestion or stomach aches. Um, for me, I, I do have a physical thing that happens uh, stomach-wise, and um, I definitely have had that in the last couple of weeks. And uh, you cry for no reason. Not yet. Not been me, but uh, that could be you. And you feel emotionally detached. You're really not really responding to or connecting with anything. And again, not really me either, but um, certainly the sleep pattern stuff and the stuff around um, the stomach stuff for me and the being easily irritated or annoyed, being maybe a little angrier than usual, were certainly things that I could see. I actually was speaking to somebody over the last few weeks and they mentioned to me that they were starting to be see, see a couple of those symptoms. And also they were drinking just a little bit more than they normally do as well. 
And I guess the thing we always say to people is just be really mindful of those things. You know, if you're aware of them early enough, you could catch them and you could actually, you know, start to kind of do the things that you need to do to manage those that situation. Um, if they continue to kind of go on, obviously, you know, most of you will understand that that will become a mental health condition. And of course, if you continue to, if it, if this process goes on for a really long time, or or for those of you out there that have had a, a number of significant, um, you know, negative life events happen whilst this has been happening, you know, job losses, business losses, house losses, you know, marriage breakups, et cetera, et cetera, deaths of people. Um, what I'm going to say to you is if you know someone that, that it, that's happening for or you're that person, um, put your mental health uh, toolkit to work. You know, do the things that you need to do to self-care, but also look at going to seeing a doctor, visiting a mental health professional. Uh, if you're taking medication, um, continue to take it. Focus on that holistic approach. I, I believe that no one approach has all of the answers um, you need to do all of those things in conjunction with each other and so please make sure you look after yourself um, look out for those signs and symptoms that you're experiencing poor mental health and and make sure you manage that um, make sure you look out for yourself and look out for the people around you the message is the same it's always been the same how you're going mate is about recognizing that someone is experiencing poor mental health or a mental health condition and looking out and and getting in contact with them and saying, how are you going, mate? And having that really open, honest conversation and letting people know that it's okay for them to start talking. It is okay that, it you know, without sounding um, too sort of psycho-babbly, but they're in a safe place that you're okay to talk to. You're not going to judge them. You're not going to laugh at them. You're not going to make them feel like they're they're foolish. Um, It's okay to feel shitty in a shitty situation. And it's okay to, to, and you you don't have to have a certain level of shittiness. You know, um, you can feel shitty just because it's a really weird time of the you know your life, and there's really, you know, your everyone's lives have been thrown into turmoil. There are certainly going to be people out there that will have had worse experience of you than you, that have suffered more than you. But you know, it is okay to feel shitty, and it, you don't, you know. I think Nathan's mentioned this in the past. We've certainly talked about it across the some of the things. Don't compare yourself to other people. There are no small, you know, negative uh, feelings. You have to allow yourself to experience that and understand that it's okay, and that you, you know, your pain makes sense, and you are allowed to feel that. So, um, please manage it. Please do something about it, but also make sure that you uh, uh, you. Accept support when you get it, and if you know someone that around that's around you that that is managing their mental health through this, or you know that there could be some things happening for them, please get in contact with them and ask them how they're going. It's as simple as that, uh, folks. That's the catch up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I do really appreciate it. Again, don't forget to jump onto the social media channels and give us a like, give us a follow. Uh, share our profile with people. Let us know. Let people know that our message is out there. Share this podcast and um in the meantime uh, don't forget ask someone how you're going mate and uh, please start talking thanks very much for, for listening hello folks thank you for listening to the latest episode of our podcast 
Uh, before I go, could I please ask uh, just a couple of small favours? Number one, uh, we would very much, as we said at the start, love for you to review this podcast. And of course, please share this podcast. Um, the reviews help us to uh, help other people to see what this podcast is about. And of course, the sharing helps us to get our message out there. We don't have any money, so we're really relying on uh, social media to be able to spread this message. Uh, equally, if you listen to this podcast, now we do a warning at the start, but if you listen to this podcast and anything uh, triggered for you or it made you think about your own mental health or well-being or someone who you love's mental health or well-being, please uh, take steps to help to either manage that yourself or to support someone to manage their mental health. Uh, if you do feel like you are need to talk to somebody, uh, and you can't talk to friends or family, please go and see your GP. Or, of course, you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Men's Line Australia on 1300 789978. Lifeline on 13 11 14. Or, of course, the Kids Helpline on 1800 551800. If you or someone that you love is in immediate danger, please call triple O. Uh, but at the very least, please um, find a way to manage your mental health and your mental health conditions. And please support the people that you love to manage their mental health and mental health conditions. And again, if something you've heard today triggers for you, please go and seek um, some support uh, immediately to manage your mental health condition, whether that's one of the helplines we just mentioned or the GP. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.